I'm Callum Zilietto and this is Flock Together, the podcast for events and travel professionals. And it is season one, which is in partnership with Visit Berlin, Berlin Convention Office. And we're here today at Shooting Glen, where I am joined by Heidi Williams from BI Worldwide. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Excited to be here. This is this is very exciting. We we often bump into each other at lots of events. Um, lots of craziness has occurred. But this is this is a bit more chilled for us. Yeah, I like this. This yeah. is there's less alcohol. <laughs> yeah, basically what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. For once, we're we're both sober, sitting there talking to each other. Which feels bizarre, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. We may, might have to change that immediately. <laughs> um, how are things with you, and how are things at BI Worldwide? Everything's good, thank you. Yeah, everything's good. It's it's the events industry is like everybody. I think ramping up now for the sales kickoff conference season in January. So we've got people in, out, site inspecting. It's 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 busy, which is great because the pandemic was pretty rotten for everybody so now to see everybody's suitcases reeling in reeling out that's that's an exciting time to be part of the industry once again yeah covid definitely gave us all an appreciation for busyness you yeah. know it's now like busy is good yeah. busy is good because the alternative is not good it's not good you yeah. sit there going crazy wishing you were on a plane somewhere so the first part of the podcast is all about like writing a letter to the industry okay. and and all that means really is is taking that feather turning it into a quill and, and, you know, writing whatever it is that you feel that you want to get out there and, and communicate? Look, I absolutely adore the events industry. I think we have got the best jobs in the universe, let's be honest. We get to see some amazing things, go to some amazing places. But I also think we're in the inspiration business. We're in the business of being able to make positive change. For me, one of the biggest things I think that, I would like to see, because in mainstream media, in, in workplaces, you're seeing the issue of accessibility becoming more and more prominent, and which is brilliant. But I think we have that responsibility to start sort of really paying attention and making sure that every single element of our events that we're putting on are as inclusive as possible for as many different groups um, as we can. I think we were chatting about it the other day. And I did a fantastic um, course with a wonderful woman called Rachel Bellia Wilson. And um, she ran an event for us whereby we had to get to London, to a hotel, into the meeting room and have a session on, on discussion about accessibility and events. But we had to get there in small groups of four. And we had somebody who was blindfolded, somebody who had noise cancelling headphones and somebody in a wheelchair. And that event changed me as a person in terms of how you look at the world and how you experience the world because you don't realise how few tube stations actually are wheelchair accessible. We take so much for granted, don't Completely. we? Completely. And the impact of coming out of the tube station and knowing that Big Ben was just there, knowing it, but you can't see it. It was a very, very surreal sort of experience, very vulnerable. So in order to, to have those thoughts in your mind with everything you do to try and really push together to make everything we do as accessible for everybody as possible, because that really, that's, that's what we have the opportunity to do, positive change to, for everybody. You literally walked a mile in their shoes, right? That's, mm. that's what the whole, that whole phrase is about. And I think that goes across in every context but to actually truly be able to empathize will then allow you to kind of make the changes needed because like you say we we are 
so ignorant to, to mm. so many of the issues that that someone who was blind or, or someone that was wheelchair bound or you know you, we just can't relate to that no and that's and, why it was so powerful mm. for her to put that together for us to educate us as a team so it can you know it really becomes something that you you every time I still today if I come out of that tube station and I see Big Ben I'm grateful that I can see Big Ben well, that sounds like a really powerful memory and it ties in perfectly with the next section of the podcast, which is remember. Um, so I'm challenging you to remember the first ever work trip abroad that you went on. In uh, the events industry, that was to Dubrovnik, actually. Nice. Yeah, it, was, it was incredible. And I hadn't worked in the events industry before, so I sort of came back. I lived overseas, came back and got the job. And my line manager at the time said, OK, so we need you to go to Dubrovnik. Sorry, what? I need to, what? You're going to send me and pay me to go to Dubrovnik? Yeah, I'm up for that. Definitely up for that. And it just gets better and better every time, doesn't it? Wherever you go, wherever you're sent, the, just, the list that you think that you want to visit just keeps getting longer yeah. and longer and longer. I'm going to have to work till I'm 100. A never-ending dream that we're constantly <laughs> chasing. And it's so funny you say that because I remember the first trip I went on like that and I was thinking wow, I'm, I'm getting paid to, to do this. Yeah. And, and I think there are some people in the industry that become a bit jaded to it, but then quite a lot, I think, are, are still so appreciative and still reflect and think, wow, yeah. how is this my job? Yeah, yeah, mm. or, or regularly. So when members of the team, you know, new members of the team or, or experienced members of the team are off on a site inspection or deliver an event, I always send them a quick message. You get paid to do this. How great is our job? It's yeah. re it really is. Lucky. And what was the, the last work trip that you went on? I took a small group, an incentive group. I took them over to Gibraltar. So we were there for three days and I actually smashed my personal record. So my personal best for travel in a day was three countries in one day. So I had breakfast in Oslo, lunch in Paris and dinner in Vienna. That was my record and I was super proud of that. This trip we did Gibraltar, Spain and Morocco. So that was then three countries but two continents ah that is do you know what i've never even thought about doing that now i'm like i want to get involved in this challenge i've been like yeah the bean app where you track all the countries you've been to and states you know i'm i'm i will track that but i've never thought about doing a yeah a three country day you've got to do this how i think bougie. this is a thing i think this is a thing we've got to try and do this and how many you can actually cram in does england scotland and wales count absolutely not no. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by the Visit Berlin Convention Office, your key contact in and for the city of Berlin. From on-site knowledge of the best venues and service providers to conference bids and event planning. As Germany's capital in the heart of Europe, Berlin is a vibrant, elective and creative metropolis, raising the bar of conference and event standards. Let's meet in the world of Berlin. So the next part of the podcast is about revisiting. Yep. So if you could go back in time, transport yourself into a point in time where you were having this incredible destination experience, what would it be? So it would be, a, mm, it's a close, close competition, but I'm going to go with Vegas. Now I know some people love Vegas, some people don't like Vegas, but my first IMAX trip to Vegas I was hosted uh, as a hosted buyer with um, Visit Las Vegas, Las Vegas Convention Bureau. And so we did all of the 
IMEX meetings and everything and then we stayed on and it was the most hedonistic, crazy week of my life <laughs> and I remember going back to the team and giving my feedback and sort of giving the giving the information about this is where we went this was the hotel this is my review of this this is who I met we went on the NASCAR racetrack a helicopter ride over the uh, strip then we got on a plane over to over the Hoover Dam to Grand Canyon quad biking down cowboy cookout I mean it was bonkers so much crammed in to this time at the end of the already very bonkers IMEX, that trip blew my socks off in, in every which way possible, but just brilliant. I do have to admit that Vegas, I, I'm one of those that loves Vegas, and I just think every single year that I go, there is another like three or four incredible, like almost landmark experiences. Like yeah. another destination would only have that one experience. Yes. And then they just like pile on another three that are yeah. of the same quality. And you just think it's so crazy, so chaotic, but there are, it is multifaceted. It's not just, you know, uh, getting very drunk and, and the city of sin. Like there is some, you know, great nature that yeah, surrounds yeah, yeah. it and, and beauty and, and everything. But yeah, I have to admit Vegas is, is I, I agree with that. I was chatting to somebody who's from there the other day and you can ski just outside there. I didn't even realise you could, but you can. Yeah. Um, the next question is about whether, if you could make a hotel a home, which hotel would it be? Right, am I allowed to cheat a little bit here? Because my home hotel is not lamb. I'm going to go on one of those lovely, beautiful, luxury yachts that the likes of Four Seasons or uh, Ritz-Carlton are putting out there. That's that. I don't want to be locked into one destination. Genius. Yeah, I'm going. I'm setting sail. I'm having a cocktail on that sun deck jumping in having a snorkel and then i'm going to live the life of riley in the lap of luxury could you live on a boat for absolutely you could? yes yeah. are you yes. nautical yeah 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 i love the ocean diving swimming snorkeling you name it i want to be doing that that is a great you've you've hacked this question i have to admit i'm very impressed with that <laughs> The penultimate question is about reimagining and you know you've done many an incentive trip for other people yeah but if you were organizing an incentive trip for yourself mm -hmm. where would you go what would you do and which celebrity would accompany you on that trip Ooh. knowing instantly my celebrity go on trip travel buddy dave grohl foo fighters without a doubt <laughs> i think the guy is not only amazing as a musician pretty gorgeous to look at but also he is all about humans and human connections and I think that's the sum of what we do right is bringing humans together having a good time but what he does if you watch his documentaries or you see how he talks about things and how he talks about music and bringing people together it's all about that raw moment when you're together sat in a room and you're just jamming and somebody does something and then it spurs something else and someone else and then, oh, what was that? What was that? And that's life, right? That's how life gets better and you enhance everything. So wherever I'm going, he's coming. Then I think where I'm going is going to be Cappadocia. That's the number one on the bucket list, followed very closely by Colombia. But Cappadocia, I'm going to go and stay in one of those beautiful cave hotels going to go horse riding through the caves, the chimneys, see the underground cities. I'm going to drink that amazing wine and absolutely going up in a hot air balloon. That sounds dreamy. Mm, with Dave Grohl. Oh, I mean, yeah. he. And a glass of wine. 
I think if you were to pitch that to him, I think he'd probably go for it. I reckon. I think, think so. Yeah. I think okay. we need to get your people to speak to his people. Dave, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so the final part of the podcast is reaction. All right. It's, it's for you to react to some quick fire questions. You don't need to think too heavily about them. Um, I just want your instant response. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Packing, last minute or week before? Absolutely last minute. I'm, you, exactly yeah. the same. I don't even know where my passport is until I'm about to run out the door. That's Often how bad I am. the taxi is outside yeah. whilst I'm still packing. So yeah, no, I'm the same. Uh, carry on or check in? Oh, check in. I cannot pack light. It's physically impossible. I wear probably 2% of what I pack, but I feel like I have to have everything for every possible eventuality. This is where we differ. Ah. Uh, airport, lounge or shopping? Lounge. Aisle or window seat? Window. Pillow. Nice. Same, mm. same. Mm -hmm. City or nature? Ooh. Mm. I used to say city, but I think I'm going more with nature possibly because I'm getting older, but I don't know I'm like at one with nature. But I think, I think I'm appreciative of the natural beauty more a little bit now. Okay. The yeah. potentially I once was for the hedonistic Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> uh, lay in or early start? Oh, lay in. Agreed. Poolside or seaside? Seaside. Which that was easy. Yeah, we knew mm -hmm. that one. Planned or spontaneous? Spontaneous every time. Hotels, boutique or brands? Oh, that depends on the destination. I think if it's a destination where a nice little boutique, bougie, something that fits with that destination, then I'm all in there. But brand-wise, you know what you're getting. It's a safe bet. You can trust it. It would. That I haven't answered your question. No, but I, I think you're right though, especially with like some of the like with the good brands. You yeah. know, you're like, I, yeah. If you opened a new hotel and a new destination, I would follow you there yes. because because they're that good, right? Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Hopefully Dave Grohl sees this. Um, if he doesn't, uh, we will we'll make that happen. You know, we'll get a hashtag started. You'll come with me, right? Oh, well, yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, I was sold. Throw your hair and a little yeah. beard. <laughs> <laughs> have to work on my musical skills. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK, don't worry. We'll play it. We'll press play on the CD. Perfect. Yeah? CD? Perfect. How old am I? I told you. See? Oh, God. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll get some CDs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and good luck with this. It's fantastic.